Yes, folks, this is Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. It must be Pillars of Franchising. Ray, Holly, and myself are going to broadcast the secrets of success in franchising. We have some great guests today, but I want to shout out to my co-host, Ray Pillar and Holly A. Ford. How you doing? Where are you? What's the weather like? Hey, Fred. Hey. How you doing? Do your thing, Ray. So where are you at? What? Yeah, you're mobile, right? So let's. where's the mobile broadcast studio one today? We are in Travis Bay, and uh, we are in the Travis Bay Resort. It's a beautiful RV resort with the perfect temperature of 71 degrees and uh, humidity of about 71%, and it's just absolutely gorgeous out here. We had a little rain right after we pulled in, and it's gone. Now we got the sun shining and a few clouds. It's just You know, it's just been a wonderful trip. All right. So um, uh, did we tell the folks you were in the Upper Peninsula last week? We did not mention that. Are you sure? We were talking about Canada, right? Well, maybe we did. Maybe we did. But I was in Canada as well. So, hey there. How you all doing? (laughs) (laughs) Southern Canada. (laughs) Southern Canada. <laughs> I was up in Winnipeg Beach and spent a week up there with a bunch of friends, RV friends, uh, Integra coach friends. And it, again, the weather was perfect, sun sunshine the whole trip. And uh, I have no complaints. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and Holly. Uh, you look like you're in your normal, um, wonderful riverside abode. <laughs> nope. Nope. I am in Florida. I'm down in Clearwater, Florida by a lake. And it's like really hot and humid out here. And I love it because when I get back home, it's going to be dropping very quickly. I'm enjoying every minute of it. Yeah. So I am sort of by an ocean, but not exactly. How's that? Does that work? Okay, I'm fine with that. It's, it's, no comments, um, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no comments. I will share with you that, um, as I told Ray, I said uh, the um, while as people could uh, see background of me in the ocean when I look out the front, um, there's a picture I'll share that I took about two hours ago of a, a man in a orange jacket with a yellow cone and one of those slow stops signs in the entryway of. Um, our office and he's been there since before I got here. And you may say, well, Fred, you know, it's summer. What do you expect? Pre-Labor Day construction. It's like, but we actually made the East coast ABC on the swerviest, curviest road in the nation. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was Lombard street. Nope. Nope. Not according there. Um, uh, one, uh, one business or resident was known to say that um, the cops are having a hard time um, proving DUIs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> any other um, any other news from either of you two? It's got to be better than that. Oh. 
I don't know. Go on, Ray. Give us something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just a great Highlight trip. of your that's day so far, say. Ray. What's the best thing that's happened to you today besides seeing all of us, of course? Anything amazing for you? Nothing truly amazing, uh, except that, it, you know, I didn't total the RV, so it's got to be a good, good trip. Yeah. You don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right, cool. We're done with all of that. Let's talk about our guests. We're so dull today. What is the problem? I think we need more music, right? Um, okay. This is all right. Bad. Um, I don't know. We got to get our juices going, guys. There's not enough energy here, so let's let's bring oh, on. Here's uh, my question. Wait, no, one question because we're going to okay, ask this right. to every every both of our guests. We're going to ask this question: Is okay. um, what are their Labor Day plans or all right, oh. fair enough question. What's yours first, Fred? Come on, if we're going to go there, let's hear everybody's. Um, I'll actually, on Labor Day, most likely be here in the office. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We're all working on next week's show. Yeah. <laughs> couple of all other right, Ray, programs. Where are you going to be on Labor Day? Sorry. Ray, Ray, where are you going to be on Labor Day? I'll probably be in the office, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, i got to catch right. up. I've I been gone for two like. and a half weeks, you know. Yeah. I've been All gone right. for a while. Well, so. I will be back in Cincinnati at the country club. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I will be <laughs> by the pool, and I'll have some drinks. And I will don't, 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 don't. It will be just for you. And the first vodka will be for Fred, and the second one will be for Ray. And we'll try to keep it at two. So it'll be a good day. All right. On that note, please introduce our first guest. Oh, Lord, please. Got it. Is is David first or is Dale? Yeah. He's going to tell us about stop restoration in the USA. Oh, good. David, 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 my friend. Okay, so I know David pretty well. Um, David and I, uh, like, we're on the development side for a little while together and uh, stared each other at each other across aisles, bored out of our minds at shows. So um, I love David. <laughs> and I got a wonderful adventure with him in Cancun uh, by the pool when we were bored uh, one night hanging out talking about um, the, the depths of life. So David is a fantastic developer. This guy um, is honest and kind and, and will introduce a concept to you in a way that, that makes it very clear and understandable. I'm so glad that he agreed to come on. And uh, let's uh, see where you are. Where are you today, David? And what's the weather oh. like? Listen to me, Fred. I'm like, well trained here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Holly's on wow. it. He's on it today. Wow. What a, what a, I mean, what a, what a phenomenal introduction. I just log off here, you know? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I mean, you know. <laughs> I thought about talking about some other things, David, but I was really, 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 really trying to promote you today. So how did I do? Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, I am. Uh, a great I'm calling guy. in. I'm glad, glad he's on here. 
<laughs> well, I'm calling in from Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, we have absolutely gorgeous weather here. Uh, we're actually starting to make the transition from the hot, hazy, and humid. It's actually starting to get a little bit cooler and starting to feel a little bit more like falls on the step, and uh, it's, it's glorious here. So uh, looking forward to uh, beautiful weather this weekend. Sounds great. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, wow. So, David, you know, just to start it, I'll start the first question, and then we'll pass it around. Um, obviously, you are um, franchise development with the service team of professionals at Stop Restoration. You've been doing that about a year now. And Correct. before that, of course, you've had, you know, several other uh, very key positions with franchises. So you um, not only will be um, awesome to tell us about your brand, but I think you'll also give us some good insight on, um, on what a good brand looks like. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about your latest venture with Stop? Wow. Yeah, um, I've been way. just, for me, for franchising, uh, I've been in the franchise world for about 18 years uh, uh, as a franchise owner in franchise development. And um, I, I, like you said, about a year ago, I came on board as the franchise development director with a service team of professionals, otherwise known as Stop Restoration. And um, it has been a whirlwind for the first uh, you know, 11 months, uh, and I mean that in a great way. Uh, great folks, great company, uh, back in the saddle in the restoration industry again, which I absolutely love. So uh, I couldn't be in a, a happier position right now. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here and, and to share information with you. Um, Ray, I'll ahead. defer to Ray. you, Ray. <laughs> well, tell, can you tell us a little bit of what is uh, the restoration business? What's it about? Yeah, um, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we typically frame it by talking about water damage, uh, mold remediation, fire, smoke, and then even into the likes of biohazard or, or trauma and crime scene cleanup. So that's kind of the all-encompassing icons that you'll see on our site. Okay. So what, also, what, what is the service team of professionals as opposed to the, the name of the company? Well, Service Team of Professionals is the name of the franchise, Service Team of Profe Professionals, and the acronym being STOP Restoration. So, uh, right. you know, oh, our okay. franchise, yeah, so it's the acronym of Service Team of Professionals. Got it, got it. And if you haven't noticed, we've really put out a really strong marketing campaign because now we're advertising oh. on the corner of every intersection in the United States that isn't controlled by a, a, a traffic light. <laughs> All right. You said the magic word, the M word, the marketing <laughs> word, evoking marketing questions. Now that we've lost First. all of our like 200 viewers, come on back on. It's okay. Well, he does, I'm sure, but yeah. All right. So as we invoke the marketing word question, I thought it was brilliant um, that you had started to use an actual stop sign and um, stop restoration because, um, well, one, I could come up with multiple entendres, but uh, two, from a uh, Google Analytics 
or Google uh, search engine wise. I just thought it made brilliant uh, marketing sense. Um, how do you find um, the best place online to market is for you? Well, you know, the irony of that is really online marketing isn't the biggest piece of our revenue that comes into our franchise owners. Uh, marketing from the standpoint of uh, search engine optimization or website, what I mean, um, this is a highly relationship driven business, uh, that one-on-one -on -one relationships. And the first tier of our marketing is more of a B2B, where our owners are actually going out into their local business communities, and they're networking and building relationships with insurance professionals like agents, adjusters, claims managers, uh, also property managers and real estate agents. Um, they'll also work with the likes of uh, uh, maybe plumbers and, and home inspectors. Uh, as their business grows and becomes uh, more of an enterprise, they start working, uh, they kind of hybrid into more of a commercial work as well. And they're talking and meeting and building relationships with the decision makers and the, 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 the folks that would be referral partners at, like, say, schools or hotels or assisted living communities. So about 70 to 80 percent of our owners' business is coming as a direct response from that one-on-one -on -one relationship building. Uh, the search engine optimization, the website, that part of it, it probably ends up being anywhere between 15 to 25 percent of our owners' business. So uh, the bigger piece of it, though, is the in the actual one-on-one -on -one relationship building. Okay, so say follow-up question: say places like chambers, uh, local business associations. Uh, I would assume conferences and events would be places where uh, your franchisees would likely uh, get a large chunk of business. Is what you're telling me. Those are certainly viable uh, networking places, but actually directly with the people that would make the phone call if a homeowner or a business owner had a water, mold, or fire, okay. smoke scenario. Okay, So I would say so the biggest part of it is actually with mostly insurance, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Holly. Yeah. <laughs> so, David, let me, let me ask you a few more questions about that marketing. So, obviously, Stop Restoration has a unique concept. It's there's not there's not anything really that does a one-stop shop like you do, and some do, I think, but not as well as what, what you all have done. So tell me a little bit about the lead generation in the marketing as far as digital goes. What kind of things do you do for your franchisees? Well, we uh, a couple things. I mean, obviously, uh, we we have the uh, uh, each franchise owner gets their own professional website, and we do some initial uh, uh, behind the scenes search engine optimization and keywords for them. Uh, but we also work with a very uh, large marketing company called Scorpion. You may have heard of them. They're very prominent mm -hmm. in the franchise world. And uh, some of our owners will actually do one-on-one -on -one, uh, uh, consultation with Scorpion and use some money out of their own local advertising funds to do some additional things with their, their, their uh, stop restoration website. They might do some more keyword optimization. They might do some pay-per-click ads or geo-targeting and things as such. But again, and what we have to focus on is where is the majority of the leads going to come from, and that's always going to be from that relationships with those uh, aforementioned uh, entities, and uh, those are going to be the recurring ones. I mean, if you stop and you think about it, a relationship with one insurance agent, a trusting, developed relationship is going to yield, you know, 
30, 40, 50 referrals a year because they have hundreds and maybe even thousands of clients. So that's really where most of the, uh, uh, the time and effort is spent when we're training our owners on marketing and business development. That's awesome. Right. Quick follow-up on that. Um, when you when you uh, get these things moving through and you've got a good established business, what what sort of uh, residual lead generation are you talking about? I mean, what's the percentage of repeat customers? Well, again, that's going to vary on uh, a number of things. One is going to be, you know, we, you know, we we have all those various services as you mentioned, but some of our owners, you know, we we really emphasize initially focusing mostly on water and mold remediation. So obviously, more of that would be coming from the insurance world. As our businesses or as our owners' businesses get larger that's when they're going to hybrid and be more into maybe the commercial services, the things I was talking about, like hotels and schools and such. So it's a, it's a different kind of a relationship and, and marketing there. So it's, it's broad. Some of our owners who are the larger enterprises and have more of a hybrid business, their relations might be more focused toward the commercial side of things. Our newer owners, okay. as they're coming out of the gates, they're going to be focusing more on the insurance and that, that part where it's more the immediate uh, and, and the, I guess you could say the lowest hanging fruit. Got it. Good. Ray. So one of the things I noticed, they, uh, David, is that uh, you also have a background in owning a franchise. And how has that helped you as a franchise developer? You owned uh, Money Mailer for a little while. I did. I owned a money mailer for four years, and uh, then I was actually a franchise coach with the Entrepreneur Source for a decade. So both of those were franchises, but I would say my time as a franchise coach was even more valuable um, because I had the chance uh, to really get to know, I mean, literally hundreds and hundreds of franchises, and I've seen the great, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, uh, I've also had the opportunity to work with a, a wide range of clients who were exploring self-employment. So I think what's helped me the most is, um, number one, in working on the development side, I, I tend to work with uh, the candidates more in a consultative manner and more of an educational way, not a sales way. Um, that's very important to me, and that's really the culture of our company as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really been beneficial to me to be able to work with folks to, to not only educate them about service team of professionals, but you really get to know and you almost get developed the spidey senses over the years of, you know, what are their emotional barriers? What are the things that are getting in the way of them educating themselves or making a smart decision? And, you know, in the day's end, I, I just want them to make the decision that's best for them. If it happens to be stop restoration, then, then so be it. If not, um, you know, I want them to make their decision based on information and not emotions and uh, not, uh, you know, going halfway with one or another opportunity. So it's it's been a huge huge assistance to me to be able to, to provide a better service on the on the franchise development side. So okay. then, David, what's, what's the difference between a good and a great stop restoration franchise owner or any, uh, you know, any franchise owner of any franchise? <clears throat> 
Well, I mean, for I'll, I'll address you know just being stop a uh, stop restoration franchise owner first. Um, you know, this is again a relationship building business. Uh, it's a, a very much uh, I guess I said about you know seventy eighty percent of their their business is going to come from those relationships. So not only are our strongest owners great relationship builders, uh, number two they they really enjoy it. They they're good at it and they never stop marketing. No matter how big they get, they're always marketing. They never rest on their laurels. Uh, uh, the the other thing is, and this is not a business where people would come into this and do the actual work. Okay, the two major roles for our owners are marketing and management. Okay, this is an executive white collar business that happens to be in a blue collar industry. So our strongest owners recognize that and they stay with that they stay on the business they they work as a ceo of a small business they don't work on the truck and they, and they keep their focus on those roles of marketing and management um and another thing too you're building teams you, you'll ultimately be doing this with a multitude of teams of technicians so our best and most successful franchise owners, they not only uh, effectively build those teams, but they lead them. And more importantly, they're able to get their technicians to show as much care and compassion and professionalism as the owner themselves. Uh, it starts at the top and it goes on down. You know, They show up at the door professionally dressed and professionally addressing the homeowner or the business owner. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not just coming in there and doing the technical resolution. It's There's an emotional issue going on there at that home or that business and and you've got to address that as well and and i guess really the last thing i could say is i I mean this goes not only for stop but for, for most franchises is just follow the system okay i mean we've done this for decades successfully you know uh when you come into the family check your brilliance at the door you know follow what the things that we're gonna you know we've been good at for decades why would you want to change the recipe okay uh and be a be an enterprise builder don't stop and, and get complacent and take home the paycheck when you can build something really large so those are probably the biggest things between our you know top levels and the and the and the, the middle of the the the, the U, U graph so to speak or the the bell curve excellent that that, that is definitely a, a many of the things that we've talked about on this show before mm-hmm. go ahead Fred. <laughs> sure <laughs> okay, so um, I, I love the fact that you actually spent a decade with Entrepreneursource. Um, we've had uh, Entrepreneursource guests on um, uh, in past. Uh, they've been some great counsel. Um, so you are, are uniquely, I think, suited to answer uh, the question of when people come to you looking um, to buy what could be a business or a franchise, um, or as you said, you know, looking for what to do. What do you find is the f- uh, number one and two reasons why somebody uh, decides they want uh, to go from a corporate job to franchising? I, I get the downsizing. That's a, a cause. But, I mean, the the reason they – seek a business or a franchise over a job with somebody else? Yeah. Um, I would say not I, – I'll preface that by saying not everybody, and we've got to accept this, not everybody who explores self-employment is actually wired to do it. Okay. Right. 
I think a lot of people who explore self-employment ultimately find through their discovery that it's not for them, and that's okay. But for those that do, I'd say the number one thing is they're tired of seeing the sweat equity go into somebody else's back pocket. All right. They know that they're confident in their abilities. They're confident in their skill sets. Um, they they are they're independent and very driven and competitive in nature. Um, and they know that they could do something independently, but they don't have uh, what it takes to start it from scratch. So obviously, this is one of the reasons why I'm such a huge proponent of franchising. Uh, even put myself in that same category. They just finally get to the point where it's like it's a it's a tipping point. Okay, finally, I've had enough. I'm in a position where if I find the right opportunity and I believe in myself, I believe that I can make this successful. There's no reason why other people are doing it and I couldn't as well. So I just really believe it's that whole I can do this for myself and I'm tired of putting in the hours for, for somebody else. Um, and the other thing is it kind of related to that, it's lifestyle. I think people have had a big paradigm shift over the last, say, 10, 20, maybe even 30 years where all of a sudden, you know, Lifestyle is important. You know, um, you've heard so many stories about executives who missed their lives with their children because they were on the road all the time. Um, you know, and being a part of their family's lives, being active and, and being with their family and what really matters in life, a purpose-driven life, I guess you could call it, I think that's really driven people to really dig down and say, what's really more important to me? You know, is it the, is it the corporate grind and, and climbing that ladder and a title, or is it really being able to be home and spend the time at the end of the day with my family and you know, at the same time, knowing that a business isn't going to be easy, but at the same time, at least the rewards are going to go to what really matters in life. I see those as two being the two biggest things uh, that people make that decision based upon. Awesome. Holly, validated what we've heard over and over and over again. So um, awesome. Holly? Yeah. Wow, David. You're a wealth of information. I think it's because of the vast amount of experience you have um, in multiple brands. Let me ask you a really um, kind of candid question, and, and feel free to you know decline the answer if you want to, but I'm curious. Um, you've moved around with a lot of brands. Um, do you feel like you've found home with Stop Restoration, or were there um, you know, other brands? You know, why, did you, why did you move from, from brand to brand? And, and please, I, I know you said there was no, nothing off limits, so, but if I'm offending <laughs> you with the question, feel free to... You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was... Oh, Fred, I love that. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Oh, you had me all, geez, you had me all primed, ready to answer. <laughs> um, actually, actually, Holly, that is a a great question, and and I'm I'm really, I'm really glad to be answer that. Um, for me professionally, truth, trust, and transparency. I always call it the three T's. They're paramount to me. Okay, and I'm not gonna lie. There's a period of my time professionally where it's like, am, am I gonna ever find a company that, you know, quite frankly, that is gonna uphold this and, and my same values? And when I first spoke with Brian Clark, uh, our president and, and, and CEO of, of Stop Restoration. Um, we just clicked immediately, and it's just the culture of the company. Um, first of all, just the honesty and the integrity that they have. Um, 
there's a reason why we've never been sued or we have no litigation in our FDD. It's the company culture and where it came from. So that immediately resonated with me. Um, but from a friend dev side of things, um, I, I hope this makes sense. Um, I'm not a seller. Okay, I know in fran they call it franchise sales. I hate that word. I hate it because I think we're educators. I think we're mentors. I think we're coaches, and we got to let the de client decide what's best for them and trying to push them into something. So I'm very big on making sure that they're getting the information they need and make the decision that's best for them. So you know, sometimes being in quote unquote sales is 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 somewhat uncomfortable. And and Brian, uh, again, our president, he says, you know, we will never be the fastest growing franchise. That's not our goal. Our goal is to be the best uh, for our franchise owners and make them successful. And um, certainly we have goals like anybody, and we're going to try to hit those goals, but we do it by bringing in more candidates, not by trying to sell more franchises. And you see these numbers. You know, sometimes, you know, what's the old adage? Uh, uh, numbers don't lie, but liars make numbers. Um, you know, when you look at the numbers as far as growth, and, and just take stop restoration specifically, you know, we might have numbers that aren't as fast growing as somebody else, but at the same time, the numbers that matter is, case in point, last year, our owners, on average, the increase of revenue in their business was 30%. Isn't that more important than saying we sold 30 franchises? Well, instead, we sold 10, but our average revenue per owner went up 30%. So those are the things that really meant a lot to me. I, that's the kind of an organization that I wanted to be with, and I can put my head on the pillow at night and feel really great about it, and I do. And then lastly, I, and, and I, I got to share this, it's the company history. Uh, this company started, the roots of it started almost 50 years ago as a consulting company. Uh, Brian's father, Matt Clark, started a consulting company company and um, it, he it, over the next 20 years became the the, the go-to guy in the world of restoration uh, I mean everybody knew Mac they didn't start franchising this until the, the the late 90s but the thing about stop restoration and I love this I absolutely love this is when somebody becomes a stop restoration franchise owner they don't only get everything they need to be supported as a technical resolution like drying wet things and cleaning dirty things but more importantly we've never left our roots we are still a business consultant so i don't know of many franchises if any that do this but brian and his brother darren Every day, every week, every month, they're working one-on-one -on -one with our owners. They're building business plans with them. They're building marketing plans. They're helping them make important decisions. They're helping them increase their sales. They're helping them decrease their costs. They're helping them increase their margins. Again, as they grow, helping them make important decisions of what to do, what not to do, what to buy, what not to buy, and hand-in-hand, lockstep with them along the way. We've had owners say they feel like they've gotten a business degree or MBA by owning a stop restoration franchise. So just the mere fact that we build restoration executives versus just selling a restoration franchise is it, it just it just is a match for my heart and what I really enjoy doing. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> David, Sorry. thank you for that. I really appreciate oh, no, wow. I really appreciate that you, that you went through a, all of that yeah, because all right, yeah, so, I think great. on the same page because uh, uh, we do see a lot of brands that come and go, and you know to see that you really are hanging your hat on something that really 
meant something to you. That that was a, a fantastic answer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Time to pay the bills. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. First, however, I will give Holly her um, favorite thing on the show. <laughs> As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, WKRP yeah. in Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, we'll have to like yeah, put that out there. So the yeah. show is WKRP it, it, it in Cincinnati. It wasn't the, it's an old the show. show. Great with, episode. Without flying turkeys. Yeah. And Johnny because... Cooper playing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, we want to say thank Link Local. We'll come back. Give me a moment. Uh, thank the Link Local <laughs> Network, uh, the work Achieving Work Life Balance Network, for broadcasting our show. Remind listeners they can call in at three two three five eight zero five seven five five. That's three two three five eight zero five seven five five. Or they can chat on the web uh, at uh, pillarsoffranchising.com. Uh, next week, we hope to be back with video. We had a great two-week test run, and we learned a lot. You can uh, actually see and hear um, last week's interesting video uh, simulcast of the show at the Link Local Network channel on YouTube.com. Um, also at Pillars of Franchising in last week's show post. So with that note, we'll take a word from another sponsor. Are you thinking about opening a business? Whether you're in transition from a corporate job, looking to generate investment income, add to your existing business, or just too young to retire, come to the Great American Franchise Expo and explore your options. Meet face-to-face with dozens of franchise executives representing dozens of quality brands. A wide range of price points and ownership models are available. Attend our free seminars on accounting, real estate, and marketing. Franchise law experts will be there to answer your questions and banks are on hand to discuss loans and financing. The first 100 attendees will receive free VR goggles. For free tickets, visit www.franexpousa.com. The Great American Franchise Expo, coming to a city near you in 2019. Check our website for schedules. And thanks, Abel. The next one is September 7th and 8th uh, at the Prime Osborne Center in Jacksonville. Are you heading down there, Holly? Jacksonville? I will not be in Jacksonville this time. I will actually be in New York at that time, so I'm going to miss that that show, unfortunately. Uh, Are you going down there, Fred? No. Um, that weekend, no. I'm not traveling until uh, October. Pushed off the Chicago trip. Um, until October, so that way I can be there for my granddaughter's second birthday. Um, also oh, working awesome, on, uh, also working on seeing if we can do, put together uh, another work-life balance uh, event. Um, maybe you can cool. make it there. Ray made the one before, and there was one actually last night. Uh, Greg Markell's uh, dealt with. We gotta get oh. Greg on to talk about the show. So. A word from another sponsor. 
Ever wonder how successful business people get educated about franchise business options? The Franchise Consulting Company is a group of over 100 franchise professionals with more than 2,000 years of franchise experience. We help our clients select and investigate franchise companies. And like a realtor, our services are free of charge to you. Our fees are paid by the seller. Reach out to us to learn more and get a free copy of the Franchise MBA, the number one bestseller and highest-reviewed book on Amazon in the franchise category. Our website is thefranchiseconsultingcompany.com or feel free to call us on 800-321-6072. And as a quick note, and Holly will give us her addendum, um, you don't even have to call there. You can fill out the form on pillarsoffranchising.com while you're chatting with me. Um, and we will make sure that you get sent a copy of the Franchise MBA. I've been reading it myself. Or or in addition to, if I remember the last time, um, what else could they win, oh, fair woman's planer <laughs> of franchising? Oh, fair woman's planer. I love that. Okay, what else can they win? They can get a book. They can get a a book, I'll send them one. Create Your Own Wealth, Commit Topics on Franchising. It was a new release bestseller. And uh, it's, it's derived from this show, actually. So it was the segments that I was doing prior to um, having the fun to be on air with, with Ray and Fred every week. So it's got some great topics in there. Um, really good depth in there. A little bit of fun and play with art and music. Uh, I think you'll like the book. And we'll be glad to send it to you. Um, just get on the blog and say, hey, I want a copy of Holly's book, and we'll get it out to you. Fill out the form, which um, I will. So shall we go to the down the rabbit hole question? Go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> go deep down the rabbit hole. You always do. One pill makes you larger. One pill makes you small. <laughs> All right, so since we I, – I, I won't ask because I don't have a good zombie apocalypse clip yet. But so we'll ask the red pill, um, blue pill question of have you so- seen signs of arti- the artificial intelligence takeover of humankind as in the Matrix? Yeah. So who are you asking? Me? I'm yeah. asking our guest, Dave, you know but not you two. I don't care. Oh, okay, know okay. You know. fine, whatever. <laughs> Go on, Dave. You're, you're, asking, you're asking me that question? I mean, yes. that, yeah, is a, that is a definitive yes. Have you gone to any kind of a middle school or high school and watched these kids walk around with the cell phones in their face? That's the zombie apocalypse and artificial intelligence right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree so, with you. Uh, Dave, tell us, are you in or out of the Matrix? I'd like to know. <laughs> Which side are you controlling? <laughs> you're, you're, again, are you asking me once again? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I oh, I can, tell, I can tell you. For me, for me, personally and professionally, I try to unplug from that cell phone as much as possible. I'm old school. Um, I try to set it down. Friends. I'm, I'm, I don't try to live my life through my phone. That's just, uh, it's just the way it is. I, I've got a little bit of a, um, a bend toward staying away from that addiction. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, 
That's why uh, the other thing I'll say is that's why I have a laptop and a desktop, so I can and a tablet, so that way I can put the cell phone down. <laughs> so Ray, um, or actually Holly, I don't know what's what's your last questions. Uh, my last question, Dave. Um, tell us where you're going to be in five years. What's your goals personally in your life, not not professionally? Tell me what tell me what's happening with you. Wow, that's a great question. Um, I'm, we, we, my wife and I are on the verge of empty nesterdom, okay? Uh, our oldest will turn 27 in uh, uh, January and, and recently graduated law school. Uh, I have 25-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. And what I am hoping is by five years they are completely, totally successful, independent adults, and it can finally start putting some of that money into my back pocket, and we can start doing things that we haven't been able to do for 20 years. So that includes travel. <laughs> it includes uh, maybe even working toward that ultimate lake house with a nice boat slip and a pontoon boat at the end of it. So that's that's kind of my five-year dream right there. <laughs> oh, Dave, I love it. Thank you. Brad, <laughs> that hurts my ears. Stop that. <laughs> Ray, um, do you want to... You want to take your last shot? Well, of course. Uh, I think uh, Dave needs to uh, tell us how can someone get a hold of them if they're interested in the franchise. Yes, absolutely. Um, email. Uh, it is david at stoprestoration.com. And my phone number, uh, toll free, 800 452 and I am at extension three. And uh, ideally, I think one of the things that maybe we didn't touch upon, but I'd just like to share is that I think a lot of people make the mistake that thinking that because we're a relatively low investment, under 100000 and it's in restoration, that we're the ideal uh opportunity for somebody who doesn't have much money and doesn't mind getting their hands dirty. And the reality is this is an executive model, folks. This is something that, again, our owners focus on marketing and management. This is an executive, white-collar, extremely scalable business that just happens to be in a blue-collar industry. So uh, don't think that restoration is for the people that uh, you know want to get their hands dirty. This is really an executive model, and it can meet and even exceed an executive salary. Excellent. You like that one, huh, Ray? Yep. Pretty awesome. Um, all right. So I'm going to ask two questions. Um, sure. The the first question is um, – there will be the first question and then what I call the Max question. And Max is my grandson. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the first question is, is what um, geographic locations do you find yourself growing most in now or have room for most growth? You know, that's one of the wonderful things about restoration. There's no such thing as a better location than another. Um, you know, I think one of the, the, again, another misconception about restoration is that there's areas of the country and it's weather-related. Um, we have owners all across the U.S. We have availability all across the U.S. 
Um, we do very well in small and large markets. One of our most successful owners is in the metropolis of Vernal, Utah. Go ahead, look that one up on the map. Um, you know, he is extremely successful. Uh, one of our top owners is in Bakersfield, California. That's not a mecca for uh, you know, oh, yeah, know rain and floods and hurricanes. And so, so it really, we're wide open. We're wide open, and, and, and restoration. It's so broad of a of an industry that you know homes and uh, uh you know businesses are all our potential clients okay so then my last question is, is my uh grandson max is two months old what advice um would you give to him to have a successful life don't grow up too fast don't try to don't try to become old because youth is wasted on the young you know, you'll spend too much of your time looking back saying, boy, those times were simple. Boy, those times were easy. Uh, I miss them. And uh, so stay young, Max. Stay young. All right. Um, I want to thank our guest, David uh, Mihalik, Franchise Development for uh, Stop Restoration. Uh, Ray and Holly, you want to give your thanks? Yeah, thank absolutely. You, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were, well, yeah, I think that's what our studio audience is, is looking for. Uh, uh, a franchise like that is certainly what I was looking for when I was looking for a franchise, and I found it. And um, I'm happy to hear that there are other franchises just like that out there. Well, well, thank you all so much. I really appreciate the time, and uh, a special thanks to Holly. I mean, how long have we talked about this? And uh, to finally uh, fit me into your wonderful, busy schedule here and, and, and show, <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We love thank having you. you. Thanks, David. All right. So, Holly, thanks, would you like to introduce our next guest? I sure would. Dale, are you on there? I am on. Thank you. Yes, I can hear you guys. Good, good, good. Well, hey, so everybody, we've got another special guest today. And uh, Dale, um, first of all, before we go into all of your background, tell us a little bit about the weather where you're at right now. For sure. Well, I'm in, uh, I'm north of the border, so I'm up in Calgary, Alberta, up in Canada. And, uh, you know, us Canadians, we definitely have to enjoy the weather while we have it just because, you know, September is just a couple days away, which means winter is just a couple days away. So uh, I'll, be in, <laughs> I'll be enjoying this, uh, this Labor Day with the family uh, out to a couple interesting, cool events here in Calgary just to soak up the last few days of sun while we got it. Awesome. All right, Joe, so tell us, um, you're with Action Coach, correct? Um, and then tell us about, you know, why why Action Coach? Why, why well, the, how about why what is Action Coach? Wanting? How about what oh, is yeah. not yet. Why? It's all about the why, Fred, what I'm going to do with you. Why Action For Coach? Sure. What's special about no, it? The how of what you're going to do with me, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> For sure. Well, you know what? I've been involved. Me and my Come on. <laughs> you don't want me to flip you off, Fred. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. I I love the quirky group. I have to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly. Quirky. Have you ever been called quirky before? That's a good oh, yeah. Multiple like times. Quirky. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's the first time we've brought I've been called eccentric, but not quirky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friend, you know, I would probably Chinese I my Chinese symbol here. Look in the Zoom camera. Uh, Dale, you are a trailblazer. I, I, you, I appreciate your viewpoint. Thank you for expressing it. It's perfect. <laughs> now, go ahead. Sorry, right, Dale. Yeah, let's I'm, talk a little bit about Action Coach for us, please. Let's do it. Yeah. So, act, Action Coach. Um, actually, I'll back up half a step. So, me and and my family and my business partners have been involved in. Uh, you know, quite a few different opportunities and ventures over the years, but, you know, nothing's really uh, caught my attention or provided even just myself, you know, as much value as Action Coach has. And in, in the fact that um, it is the world's largest and most reputable business coaching company operating under a franchise model. And because of the nature of its operations, uh, you know, Action Coaches help business owners um, whether they be, you know, mortgage brokers, franchise consultants, uh, you know, individuals working in the restoration industry, you know, it really doesn't matter what the, the industry is. Um, action coaches help business owners of any type, uh, help them scale uh, their businesses so that they themselves can have a profitable business enterprise that can work without them. And so, you know, business owners, myself included, many of you as, as well, you know, we typically start a business or enter a business or even enter a franchise because we're looking for, you know, things like, you know, financial freedom or time freedom, you know, the ability to spend money where we want or to spend the time with our family or to spend time on hobbies that, we've, that we want to pursue. But when you start a business or start a franchise, you know, oftentimes we see ourselves doing almost the exact opposite, you know, where we're oftentimes cash strapped or, um, you know, extremely conscious of spending and, in fact, uh, not spending money or time in the areas that we want. Uh, we oftentimes spend, you know, more than 80 hours a week working or doing things that are actually taking time away from our family or our hobbies or our desires. And so, that, I mean, we see this in, 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 uh, in the business world all too often, whether it's small, medium, or a large enterprise. And so Action Coach, you know, has been around for now over a quarter century. Uh, you know, it's in over 80 countries with over 1,000 franchise partners around the world. And what they do is help business owners gain control of that time and money function that they're desiring, you know, helping them achieve the goals that they were looking for when they first started a business in the first place. And so Action Coach has been, you know, extremely successful uh, with their clients in, in helping them to do just that, to, to create a profitable business enterprise that can work without them. And just having access to, you know, more than a thousand of the best, some of the best business coaches from around the world on a daily basis to be able to interact with them and be associated with just the mindset and, and being able to have conversations just like we're doing here today um, on a consistent basis has been by far the most valuable uh, experience that I've been able to achieve in my career to date. Awesome. Right. Thank you so much for that introduction. Oh, I, I think what, yeah, that's, that's great. Um, I think the, the question that comes to my mind immediately is obviously you're seeking people who are, have either owned a franchise, a successful franchise, uh, you know, uh, basically, you know, what, what type of person are you looking for to own an, uh, an action coach? For sure. So uh, Action Coach, uh, typically the, the, the franchise partners that, uh, that we see come 
uh, with interest are individuals who, uh, much like David was mentioning, you know, they're, they've worked, you know, in a corporate environment and, uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're not desiring to work for someone else or build someone else's dream anymore. And they certainly have achieved at least some level of business acumen or business uh, experience where now they actually want to go into the marketplace to be a mentor or be a leader in, in the market and, and to be able to um, help other business owners achieve their goals through, um, you know, a coaching function. And so, you know, individuals who are working through the corporate ladder or we see a lot of sales managers or sales executives who, um, who tend to not even realize that they're actually coaching others on a daily basis anyways, uh, and, you know, now they want to do that more full time and actually be uh, a coach to, to others in a more systematic function. And so, you know, individuals who yeah, have been working their way through the corporate ladder or um, are, just, are just tired of, of working for uh, building someone else's dream and looking to build their own uh, are individuals that, that tend to come to, uh, to, to Action Coach. You know, we also see individuals who might have, uh, you know, achieved an MBA uh, type degree and you know they're they're looking for something where they don't have to be kind of um, pigeonholed to more of a research function or, or a more of an administrative type function in the corporate environment uh, they you know they, they got an MBA or wrote a book and now they're looking to uh, you know really spread that knowledge to others and, and give back to their community so I think anyone who really has that desire to uh, to give back or to be a mentor in the marketplace those are the types of individuals that typically come to uh, come to action coach um, to become a franchise partner. So what does it take to get involved in uh, uh, that particular action coach uh, franchise? So any, anyone who's, who's looking to, to give back to, to the market as, as a coach, um, you know, what, what we do is we have um, a very systematic uh, onboarding and, and training environment where uh, individuals will go through, um, you know, a, a qualification criteria to enter the action coach system. Um, which will include training directly with Brad Sugars. Uh, he's, he was, he's the founder of Action Coach, um, and that was actually listed as the number 20 coach in the world as of 2019. Uh, Tony Robbins was listed as number eight, and Jack Canfield as number one. So he's definitely in a, in a category um, uh, that, that's certainly worth mentioning. But, uh, you know, Brad Sugars and, and several members of the team issue uh, specific training uh, in person to these individuals so that they can understand uh, this, uh, this system that's been created uh, by Brad Sugars and the Action Coach team over the last quarter century and being able to gain access to it so that they can systematically provide that system to small, medium, and large businesses that they work with. So individuals who, um, who are interested get uh, uh, introduced to our team. We bring them through our, our onboarding process, and, uh, and of course, I'm sure we'll chat on it later in the call, but uh, you know, going through the, the typical um, financing arrangements to be able to purchase the franchise and, and uh, getting access to our marketing system so that they can have um, you know, client lead flow uh, to, to be able to issue these services to. Are you strictly Canadian, or uh, can no, anybody, you know? Said, he said 80 countries, Ray. You said 80 countries. Yeah, Action Coach is in 80 countries. Uh, me and my group own the, the rights to Canada. Um, but that being said, anyone on the call, that whether they're in the United States, Canada, or otherwise, uh, certainly can reach out to any member of the Action Coach team to learn more, uh, no matter what country they're in. So, okay. That, that was my question. So my question is this. Um, given that you, you deal with Canada, and yet 
um, you are in 80 countries, and a large chunk of our listenership is um, in uh, the U.S. Second, I think, is actually Canada listenership. What could you say about the differences in Canadian franchising versus uh, the U.S., how the U.S. is structured or modeled or currently running? So from a from an implementation standpoint, as a, an action coach franchise partner, the differences are are minor. Um, there's going to be some differences in terms of the level of support that's provided from different master franchise owners, such as myself, in different territories around the world or around the United States and Canada. Um, but uh, so the system itself is is templated globally. So what's interesting about about action coach is that. You know, Action Coach has been able to implement more than 3,000 um, uh, fundamental principles of how to systematically grow a business that can work without you. And these, these business practices are only put into the Action Coach system if they've been proven in these 80 countries around the world under multiple languages, multiple cultures, multiple currencies, multiple industries. So these business practices that, uh, that Action Coaches uh, teach their clients are literally proven no matter what company um, they're being issued to, which I think is, is really neat. But from a um, uh, from getting a little bit more specific into, let's say, franchise law, I mean, that's certainly issued from state to state or province to province. So that would be, I think, the only, the only differences that someone would could expect if they're looking at franchise opportunities in different jurisdictions would be what are the different, you know, franchise disclosure laws that may be required from areas such as California versus areas in Canada would probably be the only differences that we would see. Holly? Yeah, so I've got a few questions. Um, I'm going to hit the, I think the biggest one that maybe our listeners are looking at right now. Um, Obviously you have a very fascinating model. What are some of the quote unquote actions that your your recipients of this service are going to receive. I mean, what are what is the guidance the tutelage? What are you what are you teaching them? Can you be a little bit uh, specific in that? Of course, yes. So, um, as a as a client of an action coach, um, all you know, mo- the clients come to an action coach because you know they are growing their business. Uh, they are. Um, starting to see some scale, but you know they're they're just unfamiliar with how to go through some of those key barriers to be able to achieve the goals that they wish. Um, and not only from let's say a monetary perspective, but you know as companies and and business owners tend to scale, um, you know even if they're receiving let's say uh, you know much larger sums of capital and 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 revenues through that scale, oftentimes they find there's there's great challenge in being able to. Um, also have more time to be able to spend for themselves or for their families while they're doing that. So, um, so clients of an action coach, uh, these business owners that hire action coaches, um, are looking for ways not only of, of increasing their revenues and their bottom line, but also finding ways that while doing that to be able to get more time back for themselves. And so, um, so a client that will hire an action coach will typically hire uh, an action coach on a one, one-to-one basis uh, for a monthly retainer that on average lasts 42 months. So this would be very different from uh, consulting, let's say, where someone might hire a consultant for a short-term arrangement, probably in the range of one to 12 months, uh, for a very set fee uh, to achieve a very specific uh, KPI or a very specific outcome 
once that outcome is achieved, you know, the consultant will oftentimes perform that work specifically for the client. And once that work is performed, they will be released. And, uh, you know, you'll very rarely see that consultant again. Now, of course, the consultant is very important for the growth of any, uh, of any company. But what's different with business coaching is that the coach, you will look at athletics as a great example. You know, a marathon, a marathon coach will never run the marathon for the athlete but they will teach that athlete core fundamental principles over many years, let's say 42 months on average, to help them achieve their end goal, which might be winning the Olympics or winning some key event. Um, and obviously to get there, it's not just about working on one key aspect of, of their run, it's on working on you know, literally everything that has to do with that athlete being successful. So we see the very same what thing are with some action coach. Dale? Dale, what are some of those end results that, that your clients are looking for? Sure. So every business in the world, and actually I'll, I'll tell this with a story. So Brad Sugars, he, his business coach about 30 years ago was actually Ferdinand Porsche, the gentleman that invented Porsche and Volkswagen and Lamborghini and several other vehicle brands. And so while, while Brad Sugars was uh, mentoring under Ferdinand Porsche in Europe several decades ago, uh, Ferdinand would oftentimes take his mentees to um, their, their manufacturing facilities. And what was very interesting to Brad Sugars was that he, Ferdinand oftentimes would show his mentees that these, these vehicles, whether it was a Porsche Carrera or a Volkswagen Beetle, they were all created with the exact same chassis system or literally the, the entire um, make of the vehicle was the exact same except for the body and the engine. Those were the only things that were different for the outside of the vehicle. And so as Brad continued to see this over and over again in the manufacturing facilities of Ferdinand, uh, a light bulb went off in his mind where he said, you know what, he believes that actually every business in the world has the exact same chassis system as well. The internal system of every business operates the exact same. The only thing that's different is the outside or that product or service that's issued to the marketplace. And so now obviously over 26 years of doing this in the marketplace in literally almost every country around the world, Brad has now proven that exact concept. And so, um, so business owners, uh, every business in the world, Brad has proven that they all go through six steps or six stages of growth um, from basically uh, concept or startup phase to sale um, or release, releasing the owners to hire a CEO to replace them to have passive income. So as companies go through these six phases of growth, they're, they're typically faced with four, um, with four, let's say, um, barriers uh, that they need to overcome or understand. And there's different fundamental principles in each of these four. So these relate to time, uh, team, money, and mindset. These are the four areas of, of growth that every business owner needs to accomplish in each of the six stages of growth. So 24, there's often 24 different th times that a business owner will go through these four functions. And so oftentimes, depending on which stage of growth they're in, you know, they might have a challenge of, of time. So for example, you know, how are the time of their employees spent on different processes in their business? Or they might be faced with challenges of money. For example, you know, do they, are they trying to receive grant funding or raising capital to get them to the next phase of, of the business? Or team, you know, do they have the right people in the right seats uh, in the right places at the right time? Uh, or mindset, you know, does the business owner even have the right mindset to be able to scale, uh, you know, to receive 10 times or 100 times growth in the next 12 months? You know, oftentimes that's a mindset uh, thing that needs to be worked on. 
So business owners are often faced with these four, uh, four areas of, of, um, of growth, time, team, money, and mindset. And Action Coach has created over 3,000 um, exercises for them to go through during those six phases of growth so that they can overcome those obstacles and be successful to one day either sell the business or to hire a CEO to replace them so that they can be completely passive and not have to work in that business any longer. Wow. Does that make fantastic. sense? Thank you for, yeah, no, it really does. And, and what's it take to get into this, this franchise? What's all in? For sure. So Action Coach has created, um, has created two different models for individuals to, to enter the market as, as a business coach. Um, and uh, so I'll explain both of them here. The first one is um, historically business coaching has worked very much under a sole proprietor uh, model uh, where an individual will purchase a, a sole proprietorship franchise to become an action coach and have the ability to you know, act in the market as an action coach to itch, issue these services to their clients. Um, at the average in 2018, uh, these are 2018 franchise disclosure numbers, uh, in Canada in 2018, the average action coach in Canada made $202,000. That was their average gross billings for the 2018 year. And so as a sole proprietor, you can see that these uh, business coaches on average are making really great income. Now, of course, we're looking for people who want to make, you know, who believe they're better than average, of course, but, uh, you know, that just gives a great concept of, of exactly, you know, the types of earnings that these sole proprietors can earn in the market. Um, Action Coach, however, also has a second model, uh, which we call a firm franchise, which is more of, of a scalable model, which actually helps a, an Action Coach run their own profitable business enterprise that can work without them. Uh, some of the challenges that we see with a sole proprietor model, although it is really wonderful, um, we do see that it does fall into the, the, the fact that, um, you know, you end up trading time for money. And it's very difficult for someone who is a sole proprietor to be able to A, sell their franchise at the end of whenever that time happens to be when they wish to retire, um, or to be able to B, scale those operations. You know, once you have 10 or 20 or 30 clients, you know, an action coach is typically tapped out for time, um, you know, to be able to get 40, 50, 100 clients, um, it's typically not possible because there's only so many hours in a day. So this firm franchise model has been created in a way that allows someone to buy a franchise with exclusive territory rights, number one, but number two gives them the ability to actually hire additional um, what we call employee business coaches to work under them. And so this gives them the ability to operate kind of like an accounting firm in a way where the franchise partner acts as like a managing partner. Um, you know, they can issue the services if they so wish or work in the business if they so wish. But because they have additional employee coaches that work under them to be able to issue these services, it gives them the ability to not only have the choice to work in the business, but now they're actually working more on the business and allowing their business coaches that work under them to actually issue those services on their behalf. So this firm franchise model works as more of a scalable enterprise and also allows the action coach themselves to either sell the franchise rights at some point in time um, or to hire a replacement CEO so they themselves can have a passive enterprise that works without them. Awesome. All right. So um, uh, we're going to take a break for commercial in a minute, um, but I do have to uh, tell 
say that um, you've made it difficult to ask my normal Canadian um, question, which is, um, <laughs> but I will anyways. It was a it was a joke told to me a long right. time ago of why do Canadians always say a, and uh, <laughs> in words and. This person said, it's because when you look at how they're taught in school, C-A-N-A-D-A. So that's my Canadian joke. Um, oh, my God. Did you just do that? <laughs> yes, I did. It was a, it was a person that became a friend of mine that I hired from Canada, so she was Canadian, so I'll never take that. Um, Go to the commercial. Okay. <laughs> All right, three, two, three. You can call in and complain at my joke if you want, however you want, at least for another couple of minutes at three, two, three, five, eight, zero, five, seven, five, five. That's three, two, three, five, eight, zero, five, seven, five, five. Or you can chat with me on the site at pillarsfranchising.com and voice your displeasure. And now we're from another sponsor. <laughs> And again. Zarian Firm International Business Brokers is truly unique in the business resale space. While the average business broker uses one standard multiplier across all businesses and industries to value a business, Zarian Firm is the only business brokerage that looks at the five factors of distinction in each individual business. This gives our sellers a true value and our buyers a fair price. Zarian offers sellers the choice of three marketing packages based on how quickly they want to sell their business. But all of our businesses sell 33% faster than the industry norm. Zarian Firm International Business Brokers connects premium investors with validated business opportunities. And in a second, we'll remind you about the book offer. Hey, franchise owners. How is your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new move-ins to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a y dot com. And um, now we're back, and I will tell you that um, when we're not dealing with clients, we're watching whales go past out the back deck. Um, <laughs> and even signing new local folks and people far away. So, Holly, as a reminder, if somebody wants the Franchise MBA written by our fabulous friend Nick Neonakis, they can fill out the form. However, they can also uh, get another fabulous tome. And what is that? 
Oh, thank you, Fred. Yeah, it's uh, create your own wealth. It's too many topics on franchising. It's got some great information um, across the board from from multi-unit ownership through financing, FBA rules, uh, all that great stuff um, when you're when you're getting ready to purchase a franchise. And I highly recommend Nick and Nick's book as well. So uh, yeah, but you can get them both free. So definitely come on, and we can help you and what you're looking for in your business decisions. Thanks, Fred. I always love you. So, Dale, since you were wonderfully able to supply a copy of your FDD, which sadly um, I have not yet been able to peruse through, well, okay, a couple of pages. Um, my belief is the FDD is the great, greatest cure for insomnia known to mankind. However, other people <laughs> think you should read it. So I'm going to ask you, what are the first three items, the top three items you recommend somebody read in an FDD? Well, I think that definitely the most important aspect is always what people typically refer to as item 11 or the, the financial disclosure within, um, within uh, the franchise document. I mean, this just gives a great indication of, you know, because of course under franchise law, we can't actually indicate, you know, pro forma or we can't give individuals an indication of what they may earn on a go forward basis. But we certainly can provide historical data on what the franchise is doing, which is a, a great indication of what individuals can see um, or can expect going forward, at least on an average basis. Um, and just to give some context, like I'm actually a chartered accountant by, by background. And so certainly, you know, historical data is certainly my, my nerdy, um, uh, you know, thing that I like to, 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 you know, do my nighttime reading with. And so I, I would say that definitely you know, the, the, the financial disclosure is, is certainly probably the most important item that individuals should, should pay attention to. Um, and that'll, that'll probably kind of parlay into the second piece, which is, uh, in a in a in Canada, anyways, uh, the, a franchise disclosure document must also include the the financial results of the master franchise as well, and so um, you know that that'll give some indication as to the financial strength of um, not just the franchise opportunity that um, a franchise partner may, may be considering, but the fran the financial strength of the uh, group of franchises being managed by the master as well. And so, um, you know, for, for example, Action Coach Canada, because we do have really strong financial strength, this gives us the ability to actually spend additional uh, funds well over and above um, uh, the funds that we receive from uh, our marketing fund from our franchise partners. So we actually spent 155% more marketing dollars in 2018 than we received from our franchise partners. Um, and so, you know, items like that, whether it be Action Coach or any other franchise, do give some additional clarity on the on. Um, additional benefits that may be achieved um, or seen from franchise partners as they enter into a franchise relationship. Um, and I think third most important is probably um, information on uh, the, the management team in place as well, because, uh, you know, whether you're investing in, in buying a franchise or investing in literally anything else in the market, um, you know, mentors and, and, and experience have taught me that uh, opportunities are typically far, um, you know, Almost any opportunity is a great opportunity, but when things are difficult in the market, the, the great opportunities are ones that have strong management teams in place. And so I think that reviewing those three pieces are probably the most important for anyone considering a franchise opportunity uh, while reading the, the FDD. Awesome. awesome. Oh, you took my word. <laughs> 
Sorry, no, right. we, we've got that symbiosis. Nobody knows that we don't actually, you know, fight. We actually do get along. For our lives. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so Dale, let me, let me follow up on that just really quickly. So um, I'm going to ask you, you know, three questions. One, how long has Action Coach been franchised? And two, what's your item 20 look like? And three, how how do um, new prospective franchisees come in, and uh, what's the process of discovery and and becoming a franchise owner? Wow, for sure, awesome. Sorry, nice. Fred, I did yeah. three all at once. Great, great wow. questions. But you know what? Because because I'm a chartered accountant, I warned you, I'm a pretty nerdy guy, and so I like my numbers. So I'm more than happy to share. <laughs> so, um, hey, yeah, your first right. question. <laughs> How, how long has Action Coach been franchising? So Action Coach is actually, um, it was originally founded in Australia by Brad Sugars um, 26 years ago. So they started franchising 26 years ago in Australia and entered the U.S. and Canadian markets just shortly thereafter. So they've actually been um, a, a global brand for the last 23 years, um, but uh, have been around uh, from inception to now over a quarter century. So 26 years now in the marketplace. Um, and as I mentioned before, there's now over a thousand franchise partners in more than 80 countries around the world. I think we literally touch every continent with the exception of Antarctica right now. So um, I'm not sure if we're going to work on that one in the future, but, uh, <laughs> but literally touching almost every, every tip of the globe. Um, uh, secondly, uh, you're wondering, you know, some of the more financial details of Action Coach. Um, and I can speak in, in terms of from here in Canada. And so, um, and so I think I was mentioning earlier, you know, the average um, action coach in Canada is earning over $202,000 uh, as of 2018 numbers. But I think even more impressively, as we kind of chat about that firm franchise model that we were speaking about before, about how uh, these action coaches have the ability to hire um, additional coaches under them and have the ability to scale. Uh, it certainly gives way for a much um, higher earning potential just due to the model itself. And so that particular firm franchise model um, in Canada, the average action coach firm owner is actually earning over $511,000 on annual as of 2018 numbers. And so, um, and great so I think this, yeah, which, and, and, you know, this is um, uh, just because this, and what's I think even more impressive is because the firm franchise is, it's a more of a, a, a new idea, like Brad Sugars typically calls it um, business coaching generation 2.0, just because historically um, business coaching uh, has very much run as a sole proprietor type model. And so the firm franchise model was actually only launched about seven years ago in the action coach world. And so an action coach has been the, um, let's call it the spawn or the, the, the father of being able to issue this model in the global marketplace. But because it's a somewhat new structure, um, it actually, I don't think, has even really touched the tip of the iceberg on, on the true potential results that, that these firm franchise owners will continue to receive as they continue to grow over the coming years. So I think that that's important to note as well. But, um, but certainly those results just give rise to, on average, what you can kind of expect in terms of a sole proprietor versus a more scalable model. And then um, your third question was around how do individuals onboard or, or what can they expect as part of the discovery process? Is that correct, Holly? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and also the attrition <laughs> in item 20, you know, what, what does that look like? No, don't make sure. her open up the question. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think it's, I think it's a, it's, it's a great question. So in, in action, yeah. So in, in action coach, we see, um, we see approximately a 12% attrition rate. Um, and this 12% attrition rate is, um, I think is important to note, uh, 
that me and my group have come on as the Canadian master franchise owners in 2018. So we are actually new to the, our, our group is new as the master owners to the action coach brand, certainly not new to franchising, but, but new to the action coach brand. And um, uh, I would say we currently, we actually have a 0% attrition rate. Certainly we don't have, I think uh, a runway to give um, a true indication as what that would be over a long term. However, uh, certainly, as I was mentioning before, you know, management is certainly a key factor into success of, uh, of franchise partners or, or the success rate of, of corporations on, um, on a go-forward basis. And, and uh, I try not to pump my tires too much, but uh, I think you, you, know, you guys, you, you and the team have kind of seen some of the other ventures that, that we've been involved with and some of the, uh, uh, the levels of success that we've been able to achieve through other ventures. And so we definitely believe that we've set up a structure um, over the last 18 months now that uh, is certainly a lot more valuable uh, that, than what the historical action coach system has, I believe, been able to develop. And so we've just been able to in, input some additional key factors um, and key, uh, key items and processes that are eliciting just greater likelihood of success to our franchise partners. And so, um, you know, ask me that question in another five years, and I'm hoping that I can probably still say, you know, we have a 0% attrition rate, but, uh, but certainly something that we, you know, it's not just about, and I hear this often, you know, from a master franchise perspective, it's not just about onboarding franchisees. Uh, you know, that certainly is a key function of a master franchise, but something that I know and I hear all the time of what's missing in the franchise world is when these franchise partners are onboarded, what's the support, the level of support at that, at that part, at that time, you know, what does it look like when they're, when they've actually paid their fees and they've gone through training and now they're a franchise partner, you know, now, now what? And I hear all too often that, that so many brands and so many different uh, masters around the world that they don't have that level of operations or support in place for um, franchise partners when they come on board. And that's something that we've, that we've um, implemented to a very high degree that, you know, it's not just about onboarding franchisees, but it's also about uh, giving them extreme levels of support once they're in the system to be successful. And we know that that's something that we've implemented here in Canada to a very high degree and something, and in fact, Canada actually hasn't had um, a master franchise uh, owner in place for the Action Coach brand in over a decade. And so we, uh, we've had actually the great pleasure of being able to implement many of these systems and, and uh, being able to see um, uh, what we expect a great level of success in Canada because of, of us coming on board uh, as the, the Canadian owners and being able to expand the brand here in Canada now, uh, much like we have with other franchises uh, across Canada and the U.S. Uh, in the past. And so um, hopefully that answers your – I don't want to uh, go away from, from the question no, if you don't have a full answer there, Holly, but hopefully answer. that gets them. No. Cool. Fantastic, Dale. Awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. So um, I guess – That'll probably help me just kind of end with, uh, you know, how do individuals onboard and what can they expect through the process. And so, um, you know, after individuals attend a discovery day and get to meet, you know, our team and get to, you know, interview and, and actually see action coaches in action, actually coaching clients and giving presentations and having keynote speaker engagements, uh, once all this has actually been um, uh, been been seen uh, during our discovery day process, then we have a, a formal onboarding where individuals um, have uh, 15 months of formal training 
both in Canada and actually have the opportunity to travel to Las Vegas where the, um, where the global headquarters are to have uh, a formal 10-day um, training session with Brad Sugars and his team. Um, and actually, during that first 15 months, we, in Canada, we believe in the brand so strongly that we've actually implemented, I guess, Canada's only um, income guarantee in the franchise world currently. And so we actually guarantee that our franchise partners will earn $10,000 um, on a monthly basis within their first 12 months. And if they don't, we're actually going to refund their entire uh, franchise fee in full. And so, uh, so that's something that we've implemented and obviously have a great level of, of wow. uh, tra training and, and, and onboarding um, support to be able to you know, help ensure that they, that they hit that guarantee. But uh, we believe in, in the brand and, and our system that we've created so much that we've actually yeah, issued that, that six-figure income guarantee. And uh, maybe you guys can help confirm with me, but I've heard that it's actually the only income guarantee in Canada today. Wow, fantastic. Hey, hey, hey Dale, I, I think we can go on forever uh, you know, talking about this. It's a fascinating concept, but, uh, but I've got to ask you the, the, the final question here, and, and that is how does someone get a hold of you if they're interested in your franchise? Absolutely. Of course. So, Yep, so the easiest way to, to reach myself or any member of the Action Coach Canada team is uh, you can check us out online at actioncoach.ca. Uh, anyone in the U.S. can also check us out at actioncoach.com, uh, or you can always reach out to me via phone uh, at 1-800-700-3850. Awesome. All right, so <laughs> we on Killers of uh, Franchising want to thank Dale Manette of Action Code Canada for uh, sharing with us today. Uh, pretty cool stuff, wouldn't you say, folks? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was Dale, thank you so much. What a great, great show today. Both both David and Dale have added so much to, uh, to I think, our listeners and finding really good, uh, not just finding good franchises, but understanding the value and what to look for in the best concepts out there. And yep. Well, I I'll greatly say appreciate me, the opportunity to be able to jump on the call with you guys. Uh, I appreciate uh, both guests. Uh, David and you, Dale, for um, hitting that work-life balance was an important thing for your Wait, franchise. Wait, don't you appreciate Ray and I? I always Definitely. appreciate both Come on, Ray. All right. Oh, wow. I appreciate Ray. <laughs> Definitely. Hey? Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> a new I'm gonna hex you, Fred. I've got I've got a spell just for you, by the way. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back next week, uh, folks. Uh, on Pillars of Franchising, hopefully we'll have live video. Check the um, check the blog post on Pillars of Franchising or on the Link Local Network uh, for instructions to see both last week's video and hopefully next week's video. And we'll. In Dublin, be profitable, enjoy your life, and uh, be balanced. And create your own life. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs>